for you know decades or hundreds of years kept this out uh, rather than us trying to knock on their doors and get into those rooms let's just make our own damn rooms like that's just what i think is the is the way to go this is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street Today, your media hub for all things black entrepreneurship, politics, news, and events in Hampton Roads and beyond. Hey, would you like to be a guest on Black Wall Street Today with Blair Durham? The link is in the show notes. And now, here's your host, Blair Durham. Greetings. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this 122nd edition of Black Wall Street Today with Blair Durham. Save the date for HR RealCon 2021. It is our fifth annual real estate readiness event. Uh, Why do we focus on real estate? It's an incredible way to build that wealth portfolio. This year, our event is in partnership with VHCDC. Uh, There are pieces on first-time home ownership, commercial real estate, flipping properties, wholesaling properties. Again, a free event. You can register blackbrand.biz. And now let's get into the heart of the content for today. Uh, I am so excited that joining us uh, first is Mr. Davon Christopher Johnson. He's leveraged his marketing knowledge and communications expertise to build his brand from a single publication, Blue Magazine, the aspirational lifestyle publication for multicultural men, to a full-scale multimedia company serving diverse audiences around the world. After seven years working in-house entertainment, Johnson launched Blue Magazine in 2006 to develop a legacy in publishing. With the experience, skills, and connections he gained in his former roles, he's crafting a media empire with a global reach and a mandate of inclusivity as well as diversity. He's an advocate for the importance of print media, especially in communities of color. Blue Life Media Group's platforms now include Blue Magazine, its sister digital platform, BombshellBeByBlue.com, Blue TV, a podcast network, a geo-targeting mobile ad platform, and an agency that represents digital influencers. Wow, Devon holds a Bachelor of Arts degree from Seton Hall University and a Master's from Harvard University. There are so many cool things here. I'm going to allow him to share some of them. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Devon. How are you? I am well. Thank you for having me. Sorry, my voice is a little raspy. Uh, I'm not trying to be smooth. This is just the voice I have today. Not trying to be smooth? Come on, man. <laughs> wow. Look, I stopped short of sharing that your career began at Def Jam Records, right? Yeah, I was lucky. Yeah, I mean, I, I never even had an intern. I mean, I, I think I graduated on a, on a on a Thursday, and I think that Monday was my first day on the job um, at Def Jam in the marketing department. And I was there, you know, at the time of the golden era of hip hop. I mean, it was, you know, Method Man, Red Man, Hello Cool J, through Violator, um, Jay Z, DMX. Um, we just launched Def Soul, so we had Kelly Price and Drew Hill, and um, it, was, it was a great time and, and one of the most amazing experiences um, I, I've ever had. Um, besides, obviously, launching my own company, having my own brand, but that experience laid the groundwork for the, co- the type of company I wanted to build and the kind of impact I wanted to have um, over, over time through the work that I did. Yeah, very, very cool, man. When I saw Mariah Carey on here, Trey Songz, I'm just like, wow. Yeah, so yeah, I saw the Atlantic Records when I was over at Atlantic. So yeah, I mean, I worked at Def Jam, Universal Records, Mm -hmm. um, and also Atlantic Records. I helped launch a label called Asylum Records. 
Yeah. Um, at the time, focused on um, like Houston. So we have Mike Jones, Paul, Paul Wall, um, Webby, Lucy. Um, and then he rap a lot also was one of the, the partners there. But um, so I had about seven to eight years experience um, in music marketing, which was fun and it's great. And I loved it. And, you know, black culture, black music, especially moves the world. Um, and to see that impact on the corporate side um, made it even greater to see it on, on the other side from consumers. Yeah. Interesting, too, just, um, you know, with Grammys having just taken place. I didn't even realize they'd happened. I was talking with my daughter this morning and we were online looking at some of the folks. And I was just thinking, wow, you know, music has changed a lot. <laughs> changed a lot. And I think the Grammys might have had the I think they had the lowest ratings ever. Um, mm. That could be due to the pandemic. It could be due to um, the cultural irrelevancy of those type of awards. Um, and I think you, you've seen a lot of artists speak out, especially Diddy, speaking out about the respect of black culture um, and these institutions that have normally not included black people or made it seem like it was our privilege to be awarded for our talent that is used to make billions of dollars, um, which is why I think, you know, not just because I'm in black media, um, but black owned media is so important right now is that we need to harness cultivate and tell our own stories and own that narrative and also celebrate each other um, the same way these institutions that have for you know decades or hundreds of years kept us out um, rather than us trying to knock on their doors and get into those rooms let's just make our own damn rooms like that's just what I think is the is the way to go yeah it's an ongoing debate for sure right <laughs> do we want to be at their table do we want to create our own table you know yeah um, but but I, I totally get the the vantage point in fact um, it's a lot of the reason why we founded black brand at Black Wall Street today it's really um, creating spaces like these are just are just very 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 important so talk about blue magazine a bit you know what what is it that you, know, you launched a, a whole well you started with the magazine you and i kind of have that in common i'm just curious to know you know what was what was your thought there and, and what's the direction and vision yeah, to be honest yeah to be honest when i'm working in entertainment it was great to be part of a lot of those campaigns and um be around those artists, especially the, the rap artists. However, I knew that, you know, black men in particular are not a monolith. We're not all the same. Um, for instance, I worked at a label, but I wasn't a rapper. Um, imagine that. I, yeah, imagine that, right? <laughs> yeah. So I think that the, the messages that have been, have been put out weren't consistent with the messages that I heard um, growing up or even that my friends had heard. Um, you know, most of my friends didn't aspire to go to the NBA. Um, or to be a rapper, we aspire to go to Wall Street or, or work at our parents' family, uh, family's company or, or et cetera. Um, and I wanted to tell that story more. So yes, we are athletes and we're amazing. We're rappers and we're amazing. We're also doctors, lawyers, you know, assistants, teachers. All, all the things. things. All that we're all the things, right? We're both in. And I wanted to create a media platform specifically around the black male experience um, that showcased that diversity, right? So it didn't make every young black boy think that he had to be a rapper or an athlete. And if he wasn't good at one of those two things, then he couldn't be something, right? So that's why I started the magazine itself. Um, I called it Blue. Blue, um, and this is before all the political correctness of 2020s and, and further, but back then, boys were blue, girls were pink, 
And if you didn't know what the baby was going to be, you do yellow, right? Because you mm-hmm. didn't have mm-hmm. so, right? Yeah. That's how it was, right? So I created blue um, as an all-inclusive. So all, all boys are blue, right? All, all, all boys are blue when they're born or et cetera. So you can be a rapper, or you can be a doctor, you can be an athlete. We're, we're all the same. And then I flipped it and made it French sounding. Um, so it's B-L-E-U, so it's blue, um, which just made it attractive. Um, and starting a company, you got to trick folks a little bit. Got to so, yeah. yeah, I had a trick of the thing that we were just, you know, we were this European magazine coming to the States to to celebrate black culture. Um, and it obviously has worked out because we're still here. Um, so, so I'm glad I made that, that choice. And then from doing Blue, um, focus on the black male audience, we saw a lot of females were interested in that content. Um, you know, whether it's for their spouse or their brother or their friend or their son or et cetera. And we spun off, you know, other products. And one of those is Bombshell by Blue, uh, which is female focused. And again, taking that word bombshell that has a certain thing that comes to mind, you're thinking like a video vixen type of thing, but ours is, you know, our motto is women who win wars. And these are these are moms, these are these are entrepreneurs, these are activists, doctors, etc. So again, taking a word um, and flipping it, again, letting letting black women and black men in the world know that they're more than just, you know, someone to dance in a video, which we can do that really well. So I don't want to, I don't want to ever think that my brand is saying that we can't beat those things. I'm just sure. also showing the other, the other Something yeah. you wrote earlier is so important. You know, you said that, um, you know, if we're not one of those two things and we may think that we can't become anything. And a lot of times we're receiving those messages you know, at home, receiving those messages in so-called safe spaces, right? So when you're talking about creating a new narrative, it's like, how do I get this in the hands of the folks that that need this the most, you know? Just what's kind of been your distribution strategy um, when it when you're when you're looking at reaching such a vulnerable population, right? Getting to our kids. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, and it's not a secret sauce, but it was a secret sauce at the time. Um, we began distribution at barbershops, right? So as an independent Black-owned print publication, I was knocking on doors to get distribution and no one was interested in this Black narrative, right? Um, and it just hit me one day, like, I'm in a barbershop every week getting my hair cut. My appointment's never the time my barber says. You know, like, I'm be here at one, I'm in a chair at four because he promised 10 other people, you know, <laughs> He got them too, right? Um, so it's this captive um, moment that black men from from five years old to 85 years old, right? It's multi-generational. Um, it's from the barbershop to the boardroom. These are all people debating current events, politics, um, relationships, medical questions, all these things in that environment. So we made the barbershop a distribution channel. Um, and created value of that audience and we, we met them right there and they're spending time with this hard copy, they're sitting in a chair, they're reading it um, and they're, ba- they're debating, etc. Obviously, eventually we got distribution. Uh, we're about 400 Barnes & Nobles across the country and about 100 newsstands in Europe. Um, but prior to that, we proved ourselves, again, not trying to be in their boardroom, but obviously creating our own distribution platform. Um, There's movies about barbershop. You know, LeBron even has a show on HBO around the barbershop. The barbershop is the black man's psychologist, psychiatrist, counseling office. That's, that's, That's where we go. Um, to, to feel safe. We often ask our doctors, I mean, our, our barber, more intimate questions than we ask our doctors. Yeah, so true. And the same is true for you know, women in salon. So here's a question yeah. for you, you know, thinking about kind of where we are now, where are Black men turning 
if they're not congregating in barbershops, you know, how are you creating a safe space? Uh, or and, and is that part of the mission of Blue? <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, great question, and, I, and I, it's, it's part of the mission to take us outside of that. So again, you know, one of our one of our mottos is from the barbershop to the boardroom, right? Is that is that journey? So yes, you may get your haircut on Saturday or Sunday, but what are you doing? You know, Monday to Friday, um, you know, where are you receiving messages? Um, are you being supported at work? Are you being supported at school? Um, are you being supported amongst your friends? And are we making it okay for, for black men um, to be vulnerable and, and have friendships that are honest and true and transparent and able to be supportive and not competitive? And I think there's a huge you know movement. Uh, I have a friend, his name is Jason Rosario. He has a platform called The Lives of Men. He's doing a lot of great work um, and, and, and deconstructing this hyper-masculine um, tone that has been given to black men through through mixed messaging versus who instinctually who we are you know we are actually if you bring it back <laughs> centuries we're community builders we're family people you know it takes a village because that was that's a real thing that we were and somehow in in america that's been de- deconstructed and we know about the 13th amendment and we know about all of that the, right this industrial oh complex all these things like oh for whatever reason Right, uh, America has had this this thing where it's like let's let's break the black man down because this great fear of us realizing our collective greatness is just so powerful. You know, imagine how, how powerful we are as individuals. Right, look at like those who do excel in music or sports, like a Michael Jordan um, or Jay Z. Right, but imagine if that was like tenfold or a hundredfold, how how awesome that would be. So. That's the work Blue um, will continue to do um, to make a more inclusive society. Uh, it may not happen in my lifetime, it may not happen in, in, in yours or in the next hundred years, but that is the goal, to contribute in our small way um, to this more inclusive society we're trying to build. Yeah, that was so good, I had to text my husband. <laughs> we got about two minutes remaining um i would just love it if you would share how can we connect to the platform how can we support this effort um and, and get the word out yeah of course you know i'm a, I'm a businessman so the first thing you can you can support it economically um and you can you can subscribe to blue and that's shop blue lights that's s-h-o-p-b-l-e-u L-I-F-E.com and you can get a subscription that we deliver to you. You can buy individual, you know, copies from past issues. Uh, we have some swag on there, we have some t-shirts, we do some collaboration. Um, and then the platforms themselves are for, for women, and it's not really for women because we have a 50-50 viewership on both. Um, it's bombshell by blue uh, com, and then it's bluemagazine.com. Uh, and those are our those are our two brands. And obviously you can you can buy merch and support uh, with your wallet on uh, Blue Life, shopbluelife.com. Shopbluelife.com. That's B-L-E-U, because we're blue, French. Blue. Yeah, <laughs> I love it, I love it. Okay. Wow, this has been great, Devon, man. I'm so excited about what you're doing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And just lastly, if you are, if you are a small business, um, Black-owned business, and you've never had a national print ad in a magazine, we are offering free ad space to Black-owned businesses um, in, in the magazine. So you can go to the websites um, or find us on social media um, at Blue Magazine or at Bombshell by Blue, and you can submit your business to to get a free free ad in, in the magazine. Bingo. There it is, Devon. Thank you so much for, thank you for Blue. Thank you for being here today. And certainly we'll connect again, I hope. 
Yes, we will. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. Loving the work that you're doing. Hey, this is Seiko. DJ Seiko Varner, but you also know me as your favorite private money broker. So make sure you sign up for HR RealCon 2021. You definitely want to check out the workshops that I'm doing. Wholesaling and private money. Yes, make sure you register for HR RealCon today. Again, a free event. You can register blackbrand.biz. Stay This show was brought to you by the consulting services of Positive Vibes Incorporated. We do debt restructuring, we help with credit repair, and we put money into the pockets of real estate investors. If you're a real estate investor, get in contact with us. If you need debt restructuring or credit repair, get in contact with us. 757-932-0177-757-932-0177. Stay with us online at Black Wall Street Today on Facebook and Black Wall Street Today on Instagram. And then follow us on Twitter as well at BWS Today. We look forward to talking again next week. Have a wonderful week. I have said and I will continue to say that the most important priority for the black community is the black community, not a particular political party. Hey, yo, when I say black.